fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z. Joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. I was going to do a pun and I couldn't think of one. So yeah, just good. And thank fuck Brandon from the Black Lagoon is here because neither one of us know anything about this timeline or story or anything. Okay, so Mike Schmidt is the pseudonym that Michael Afton takes uh, when he becomes a security guard in the games. And I, I was hoping that they would do it this way with the movie, but it doesn't seem like they're going to do it like that. And I'm, I'm hoping that they kind of rectify that in the sequel, but I'm going to keep on rambling. So go on. With this being a new release, granted, we're not doing it right at release time. It'll be a week or two out by the time this comes out. But I'm still going to say no, no spoiler free section. There's your warning now. Although I'm not sure I could spoil anything. I don't know what's common knowledge to these fans or anything. Brandon, usually I love having you on, but like this one wasn't a question of do you want to be on? It's like no. you are required to be here for this episode. Because I know I know the game. I've never played it. Yeah. I've seen some playthrough videos here or there. I know it's basically jump scares with animatronics. I saw Willy's Wonderland, so I felt like that prepared me enough for this. But you're a guy who actually knows it. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a massive super fan. This isn't Saw for me, but I, I know I've played most of the games. I've followed Matt Pat from the start, which there's a Matt Pat cameo in this, by the way. Shout out Matt Pat. Um so I, I kind of know a little bit about how the story goes, but it's so convoluted. And I know the FNAF Reddit and forums are going to come after us for this review for something I say wrong. My whole history with this game is that wife from Dimension Z enjoys playing it. And I'll, because like our deaths are right beside each other. So I'll be sitting here watching Zachary Cliffs. Like, oh, Zachary. Oh, that was a, such a good one. And then all of a sudden I hear screaming coming from the right side. <laughs> and I look over and she's playing Five Nights at Freddy's. And she's like, ah, and there's like a chicken going booga 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 at the camera and i'm like what <laughs> are you playing and at points she's like i gotta turn it off because it's too scary right now i'm like I, it's I, a fucking animatronic cartoon it kind of got me sometimes too yeah i'll say this what i can watch horror movies all day every day as evidence here when i'm playing horror games i have to take breaks dude like my heart is about to jump out my something about like you controlling the thing freaks me out more than watching it one of my favorite things to do when like i know that they're gonna try to do, do the jump scare is i'll prepare myself enough where it won't get me and i'm like haha fuck you gamer movie now nah, see i like to try to scare the person beside me um, no, I, I typically don't like jump scare games or movies per se, but this one, the storyline is so complex and Scott Cawthon is really just, he's made this all by himself and it's, it's really interesting to see where he's taken this series and it's a wild ride to be sure. And this movie's been like, what, 10 years in the making? It started at Warner Brothers. Yeah. And, uh, there's been multiple scripts. Some of them, I think one of them was turned into Willy's Wonderland. I believe so, because you can tell. like That was like the unofficial Five Nights at yeah, Freddy's movie. Yeah. yeah, But it was the Warner Brothers, and then with a rotating cast of so many people were involved and weren't, they just gave up on it. Universal and Blumhouse picked it up, picked it up and that's what we got now. Mm. To, to the point, I'm like, is Five Nights at Freddy's deserving of a movie? Is it like when the Angry Birds movie came out and everyone was like, this is like five years too late? That was my thought, too, because there really hasn't mu been much development besides, I think they released a PS5 exclusive game. Hmm. Um, and, and a lot of this, I think, too, I, I'm kind of curious to see what you guys think of the story, because in me watching it, knowing 
some of the lore and stuff. I don't think they explain it very well for non-fans of the games at all. I think they could have explained like the whole backstory of the killer kind of thing. Like I know it, so I was like, "Oh, there's William. He's in the he's in the golden bonnie suit. Whatever, cool." So my take, and we'll still do a regular plot walkthrough, but if I had to wrap it up, it's the story is Mike is a security guard at a place that has a bunch of robots who are controlled by ghost children. And kind of. there's another robot who's not really a robot, but this one's a suit with Stu Mocker, and he makes the ghost children like him by making drawings on a board, but if someone puts no. a bad drawing, the ghosts turn on him. I'm I'm kind of being jokey, but no, that's kind of what I got from it. You're about 80% there, yeah. Okay. So the, the drawings were... And it's not really explained in the game, so in this movie, I think they kind of flesh it out, which Scott Cotton... Perfect! Oh, great! We don't even have a game explanation so, for this. Well, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Kind of, They change a lot from the games plot-wise, but it's kind of our tour theory, because Scott Cawthon created the script for this movie, so what he say goes, so now it's kind of like, what do you, what do you judge in terms of the storyline? Brandon, when I put on instagram like i have to watch this right now brandon messaged me going you're probably going to compare this to saul and there's of course there's the bunny mask or the bear mask or whatever with the literal saul blades in it I'm like yeah. yeah that part makes sense when he's strapped down do you know what this movie reminded me of black phone Ooh, okay okay i could see okay it. the ghost children and everything yeah those children they're helping him like solve the murder in like a very mysterious way instead of a phone it's drawings now i'm not gonna be able to watch that movie again because i'm gonna think of ethan hawk as matthew lillard <laughs> now i think they did kind of miss a mark here and maybe this goes against lore and there's a good reason hmm. my idea when i just know the general idea of five nights at freddy's is have these people locked in this place and I don't care why these things are killer robots. They're trying to kill them perfect. Like, basically, Chopping Mall. Like, that's, yeah. that was my idea of what how to do this perfect. Would the fans have been angry at that, Brandon? Yes. Okay, that's why. There, I didn't. there is a bigger backstory to why he does what he does. And the whole process of how he goes about it. And that's what I think they didn't explain very well. Um, he, he starts out... It's 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 like a business gone wrong between two co-workers. Um, and one of the kid, one of the kids of William dies because the animatronic uh, malfunctions and bites him and kills him. And then he, for some reason, wants to be he, he, he for some reason wants to get revenge for that for by uh, killing other kids and he hides their bodies in the suits because nobody's going to look there and. The, and and the, the the spirit of the children live inside the suit then and then later on in the series there's like ectoplasm that remains afterwards it's very convoluted it's very complex and there's no way anybody can do this and tell this story without the Pepe de Silva board up on the side there so <laughs> this whole time I was waiting for what you described Greg of just very kind of flat just like oh the robot things kill the people there was so much backstory and like yeah. plot and like so much drama and stuff in this pg-13 five nights at freddy's movie i was like holy shit how many child abductions and killings can there be in a pg-13 movie before it becomes r 
Can I also say too, for a PG thirteen movie, this is the cleanest script there I've ever seen. They're like, oh heck, oh my <laughs> goodness, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. They on. didn't even use their one allotted fuck, did they? Yeah, no, no. Also, thank fuck, this was streaming same day, yeah. and we didn't have to go to theaters to watch this because me and Greg went to go see Megan. Loved Megan, but that's a PG-13 horror movie, and the children in the theater were horrible. So I could imagine this one would probably be worse. I would have been one of those 13-year-old kids screaming, Oh my god, there's Golden Freddy! You're going to be singing to yourself and rocking back and forth. Like, <laughs> oh no, it's okay, she's just scared. It's like, okay, well then she can leave, because yeah. I paid $15 for this ticket. <laughs> we're here for the You're war, not, not bad on your scared. own. If, if I get you and Rob together at a movie theater, I'm sitting 10 seats away. You two are the worst <laughs> together, and I can't take it. But, all right, uh, we'll be here forever. Oh, one more thing I did want to ask you, since you're a little bit more involved in this, Brandon. What is the fan reaction to this been so far? Like, do they like it or do they dislike it? I haven't seen much. I haven't seen any, like, I liked it or didn't like it. I've seen a lot of theorizing already. And a lot of this doesn't make sense with the games kind of thing. And there are some parts of it that don't make sense with the already established canon. But I get why they did it. Because, you know, separate thing, trying to bring in new fans, whatever. It worked. I liked it. Let's get that. Remember this on release. Remember, we recorded this on release day. So that's probably if if everyone hates it or loves it now. That's why we don't know yet. We know critics hate it. I saw one review on like one of the Joe Bob Briggs fan sites. And it, it went well. It was better than the new Exorcist movie. <laughs> That's a low bar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Brett, you got some credits for me on this one. Yeah. Directed by Emma Tammy. Um, Ryan Turek showing up as an executive producer. I used to listen to his podcast, like his hey. podcast. Um, then a bunch of writers. Yeah, it, so, it went through development. How that's to be expected. Yeah, it did. And some of the writers, he has some writing credits on there for people who have written some of the books and stuff, too, that weren't the mm. games that he was developing. So there, there is a lot of, for the fans, there's a lot of nods to like, hey, we're well, paying attention to this. We're trying to keep this as clean as possible. And that's another reason why it went through development hell is because Scott was so tight on that lore. He wanted people to respect his creation, basically. I saw an interview with Jason Blum where he's like, this is why it's taking so long because he's yep. trying to make it perfect for all the fans. Yep, yep. And even people, even fans who know like when the game's released, like there'll be pushbacks and he's like, I got to get this perfect for you guys so you guys don't get everything out of proportion. So. All right. So the movie starts with a glitchy Universal logo. I thought my actual peacock was glitching for a second. I, I didn't realize it was part of it. And there's some man in... At, in Freddy's. Is that what the place is called? Is it just Freddy's? Freddy's Fazbear Pizzeria. Okay. I'm not saying that's what Freddy's. He's in an air shaft. We're starting out with one of our number one tropes right off the bat, Brett. But this air shaft at least has cobwebs in it. At one point you see mice and rats running through yes. it. It's dirty. It's not a perfectly polished air shaft because he comes out and there's like dust on him at least. It's a very, it's a very close set to the games too. It was... All, it was I, very nicely done. A few times, I, he's like opening up like the air shaft, like vent thing, and crawling through it. I was like, mm-hmm. I've noticed this when glimpsing at Liz's game before. Yep, yep. He gets out and gets caught by something unseen, and he's strapped down to this chair, and he's killed by a spinning mask, which we find out later game. what it is. Yeah. So the it, in the lore, 
So in the lore, they're just the kids are put into the suit in the spring lock, sort of at the end of the get movie, how it does it. The spring lock traps them in and they die there. If somebody is captured outside of children, they are just killed and stuffed in the back room with the rest of the animatronic parts. Okay. Makes sense. None of the new security guards complained about the horrible stench coming from the back room. Um, well, the whole place so, probably smelled bad. Look at it. But there's a difference with dead bodies. There is a one-off where the stench dies down because the souls are not dead. There, There is a line in the games, I think, that the souls don't die so that there is no decomposition. It's oh, very okay. convoluted. Yes. I'd like to see the science behind this fact, Brandon. There's well, ghosts... It's- there's child ghost ectoplasm that lives inside of robot Chuck E. Cheese outfits. Great. There's no science here in play. <laughs> um, you get some opening credits, and then we're introduced to Mike, played by Josh Hutchinson. Dude, so how old is this guy? Because he's been the lead in, let's be real, like, I know there's adults that play this for sure. And I'm not talking shit. I love Pokemon. I know Pokemon is geared towards children. So, like. But, you know, the fan base, a lot of it is younger people for yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. So yeah. how has Josh Hutchinson been the lead in, like, Bridge to Terabithia, aimed at younger kids? Hunger Games, a lot aimed at younger. And now this. How is this dude, like, aging this far but still getting all of these roles? They found his niche. You know what else he's in? What? The disaster artist. Yes, he is. He's waking up. He has his sister Abby lives with him. And he goes to work. He's a security guard, Paul Blart at the mall, and <laughs> getting some ice cream. I remember working at the mall because malls are dying. So you would just walk around all the different places. I'd go to the food yeah. court. I'd leave my store open, just go wondering, look over my shoulder every now and then. Oh, no one's going in. Um, but as he's getting ice cream, he sees a kidnapping taking place. Quote, unquote. Well, this child should not be standing so close to a subway. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point i think he's still behind bars but one day he's getting out <laughs> william afton is jared instead of like how like the uh, animatronics come to life for at freddy's the subs come to life at subway <laughs> give me a pass one subway that randomly still has a cardboard cut out of it, <laughs> it comes and gets them. <laughs> it's all faded there's stains all but- over it But after witnessing this alleged kidnapping, he chases down the kidnapper, tackles him, just spears him into a water fountain, and starts wailing on the dude. the most overreaction to a possible kidnapping. You already caught the dude, dude. Come on. Like, I thought, like, okay, yeah, you grab him, and then it's like, hey, I'm his father. That's my kid. Like, he just wandered away. That's why I kind of grabbed him, and I was mad, and I, like drug him away no he like tackles him into the fucking fountain beats the fuck out of him he doesn't just punch him once it's like over and over again until his security guard friend comes and gets him and the guy that's getting punched doesn't even try to be like that's my son Stop <laughs> the kid yells dad doesn't yeah. he the yes, kid's he alone he's right by the fountain like daddy because the guy has no idea he's being viewed as a kidnapper yeah. that's probably why that's why yeah. i wouldn't say it but he's well, obviously we, fired. We get we get the idea that he isn't good at holding down a stable job. I think that was kind of the whole point of it. Yes. Because he's right back at like this recruitment center who sets him up with jobs and everything. Mm-hmm. And he meets Steve, was it Raglan? I think. Um, yeah. Matthew Lillard. Which I saw him pop up right here. And I was like, 
I knew Matthew Lillard was in this movie and I was like, oh, is this all he's going to be? He's going to pop up in like two scenes for like 10 minutes and then that's all we're going to get of him. I was like, God damn it. So they tried so hard to keep a secret who he was, but all of the fans knew because when you go on IMDb, everybody's credited as, you know, Mike, you know, blah, 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 whatever, Vanessa. And then it just says Matthew Lillard. (laughs) Oh, I wonder who he's going to be. Yeah. And he sets him up with this job. Well, he offers it to him here, working at Freddie Fazbear's. And he's like, it's overnights. He goes, he goes, how's the pay? He goes, terrible. And the hours are worse. But mm-hmm. he goes, I don't do nights. Why is he not wearing purple, Brandon? Okay. <laughs> See, I know. What's the purple I watched, thing? I watched purple a video. He, he, dress, he wears a purple suit. So in the flashback mini games that give you the backstory of what happened with five nights at freddy's william afton is portrayed as a purple man he's called purple guy in the fandom um he's just this little 8-bit sprite that kind of just like stalks around the, the pizzeria um and there's multiple different ones so it gets even more convoluted there's one that has the the night guard badge which is mike afton um there you know there's a pink guy that is a different character from his family so it gets but the main one is purple guy who is william afton he did get weird when he saw mike's last name too then all of a sudden he that made me really excited because michael afton is a son of william afton in the game so i was like oh if the first time i heard his name i was like i hope this is the way they go with it but i i'm okay with how they did it i think they can still So, so mike is a character made up for the movie no, no, Mike Mike Afton is a son for William, and after the killings start and Afton dies, <clears throat> Mike Afton sees that things are still going on and decides to work as a night guard at the, the pizzeria to try to um, figure out what's going on with his father. And he takes on the pseudonym Mike Schmidt, which is the character's name in this movie. Okay, oh. okay. Nice little red herring for fans, I think. He's home. He sees a notice of delinquency on his door. He's trying. He has a fight with his sister, Abby. Huge age difference. He's basically raising her and everything yep. like that. Um, about dinner and her imaginary friends and all this kind of stuff. I like how he yells at, she yells at him. He's like, well, at least I'm real or something like that. <laughs> I love too. like, he's trying to like talk to her and he goes and sits on the bed and she's like, you're sitting on my friend. <laughs> Which, now knowing that she's actually seeing these ghost children, he probably was. Yeah. Just imagine this ghost kid, and she can only see it, just go, Ow! Ow! <laughs> Let me out of this man! <laughs> <laughs> but he goes to bed with a noise machine, and he has these flashback dreams of his brother being kidnapped while he's camping with his family. Which we forgot to mention something else, too. He he has a talk with his coworker about the dream theory book he's reading, which ties into why he has this poster and the sounds and all that too. It's also the year 2000 they established at the beginning. Yes. Oh, I didn't catch that. That's why which he's was using, interesting. That's why he's which doing the tape recorder and like things are kind of like outdated. Yeah. There's no cell phones. Which is interesting because I believe 2003 is actually a prominent year in the series. I can't remember, but hmm. I'm sure Reddit will tell us. Oh yeah. We'll, we'll hear about it. Um, Next day, he has a meeting. I'm one of you. I'm on Reddit. Be nice to us. Hey, Scott, if you do listen to this, I know you love the fans. Um, I'm a huge fan. Um, Get in contact, please. Well, next day, he meets with a doctor, and 
She's like, ah, well, he, she does like you. You're the center of all of her drawings. That means something. And there's a mean aunt who wants custody of her just for the paychecks, who reminds me of a villain from a time long gone. She's like the mean villain in like Casper or like yeah. the, the people who move in in Beetlejuice or these kind of movies is what she reminds me of. Yeah. Or the mean lady who kidnaps Beethoven, the dog, and those movies. Like you don't see these kind of characters anymore. It's Cruella DeVille. They literally say like, she smells like cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, but like, didn't she remind you of like a 90s yeah. throwback, like uh, almost kid movie villain? For sure. Well, it is a kid's movie kind of. Where she's just rude to the kid and like, yeah. whatever, I don't care. But the doctor's very supportive of Mike and everything, thinks he's doing a good job. And he calls Matthew Lillard back and tells him he'll take the job because she says we should establish uh, a career and everything with, if she's going to take you to court over this. Which he's trying. It's good character development for him. He's trying to be there for his sister and yeah. makes you root for him a little more. But he goes, he's taking the job, and we get like the cut between him describing the job as he's actually doing it and it used to be a crazy place in the 80s everyone loved it the owners what do they say a sentimental type he doesn't want to let it go so you're just going to keep anybody out work their overnights then he goes the electricity is a little iffy so there's a breaker box i'm assuming this is something from the game because why else are we focusing on this breaker box so much right so yeah so Power is a big thing. That's like your ammo kind of thing in the game. Power is what you left. So if you run out of power, you can't close the doors to save yourself kind of thing. So you've got to watch how often you use the cameras, how long you keep the doors closed kind of thing. Okay. Those, I was going to say, this. there's some things I wrote down. Has to be a game thing. Ask Brandon. Yeah. yeah. He's walking around with his flashlight. He hears some scary noises. And he finds the animatronics. But they're just off right now. They're not doing anything. Falls asleep, There has the flashbacks again, but now there's ghost children surrounding him who aren't, weren't there in real life. I want to say, too, the first shot you get of the animatronics is the same angle as the first time you see them in the game. And it was just kind of like, ah, oh, that's, that's, oh, that's awesome. Cool. How that, yeah. Is this what it feels like when I go on and on about, like, Ed Wood and Bella Lugosi, where I'm just, like, <laughs> waxing poetically about it, and I love it, and everyone's, like, nodding, like, oh, okay. I'm a source expert now, guys. I have a very um, well-used poker face for these tangents. <laughs> just nod my head. Just not. Oh, I'm glad my friend's having fun. That's right. By the way, for Trick or Treat, did you get a ton of Five Nights at Freddy's characters? Either of you guys handing stuff out? I got a ton of them that came through like when I was handing out candy. I didn't get one. We haven't had I asked for one because the movie came out that night. It was Thursday. I'm like, are you watching the movie tonight? He goes, it's out tonight! And he went running away. <laughs> Fuck this candy, he throws it over his shoulder. I, I was going to say, it's not till night you can get your candy on to shout at him. I'm, on a, I'm honestly surprised, too, that it's still as popular with kids, because I haven't seen a lot of Let's Players on YouTube playing it recently. And that's I how saw a kinda... ton. Really? I saw so many, yeah. Because that's how this series kind of became popular, is Markiplier played it, you know, MatPat did his theories. Everybody played this game when it came out, so. Fucking Liz War watching Markiplier. That's right. I don't Which, know what that is. He's a video gamer. I was upset he wasn't in the movie, but he had scheduling conflicts for another movie, but whatever. But yeah, more ghost children in his flashbacks. They run away. Mike wakes up, comes home. Uneventful first night. Actually surprised me. I thought shit was going to go down right away. Like I said, I thought this was going to be over the course of one night. So when he wakes up and went home, I'm like, what, what the hell is this? 
first night's always the easiest i was waiting for me to go on my rant about like it's called five nights at freddy's but it happens over one night I do. I, I was kind of hoping they would go all five nights, but I also do like the fact that there's not a lot of the animatronics until the build up at the end. They let you learn these characters first and then they give you what you came for. I want to praise the animatronics for a second because they're real animatronics. Yeah. Do they're, you know who did? they're not CG or anything yeah. like the Jim Henson company, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's cool. awesome. Props to them. They're still going strong. They do look good. Yeah, for sure. And they're like, they move really well. It doesn't look janky, really. Like, mm. as much as it's supposed to look janky, but it doesn't look like they're yeah. having trouble controlling it. I was going to say, there's supposed to be a little bit of jank to it, but it's not distracting. There was a couple times where it was just like, you could tell that's a guy in a suit, but especially when they're walking. But overall, their reactions were phenomenal. Um, The ant, the evil cartoon villain, is at a diner with her lawyer. Her lawyer's amusing. I like him a lot. Yeah, he's funny. I, I, I do like her too. And this is where uh, Matt Pat is their waiter taking their order, trying to convince him to get food. Who's Shout this? Shout out Matt Pat. What? Who's that? Matt Pat. Um, he runs the channel Game Theory on YouTube. He's oh, he's famous for doing like he's tried to plot out the entire timeline of Five Nights. That's the horror. <laughs> but. Um, the babysitter who's been watching Abby is also there with them, and the ants mad like I wanted you to spy on him. You're what you've given me is he sleeps a lot. That's not a crime, and <laughs> that you really like the kid. Like she's very mad that she couldn't get like blackmail evidence for her. And I love how halfway through this whole conversation, the lawyer's just like, I just realized I shouldn't be hearing any of this. <laughs> and then like, what should we kill? Him? He tries to stand up and leave yeah, again. Yeah. Well, I love it. What boy? He's just like staring off into space, and they're like, "Is he okay?" And they like snap in front of his face. I was hoping he would show up at the pizzeria and he would be put in one of the the, the suits. But they make a new plan to have him lose this job since he's doing well. Break in, trash your place, steal anything valuable because he's a security guard. Like after hours, after when he's supposed to be there. So yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you do that when he's there? Like right. so, he failed to stop a break in. Right. When he's like, clocked out, he's clocked out. That was after my shift. Yeah. Where is the day security? Like, it's an abandoned place. You don't think people are going to sneak in there during the day? Also, I need to mention, if you want to stop people from breaking into your place, maybe shut off the neon sign that's, be like, beckoning people Fair. to it. Like, Fair. break into me. I bet you it's cool in here. We We have been introduced to Vanessa as well at this point, right? The cop. No, not yet, not yet. Okay, I thought she came on the first night. But that night he's getting ready to go to work, and Abby wants to go with him, tells her no, leaves for work. Um, more dreams there again, because he takes the sleeping pills and everything, and the kids run away from him again, and keeps trying to catch him. This time he does catch one, but he gets slashed by the kid, and the kid turns around and has no eyes. I'm like, oh, are we doing like a Nightmare on Elm Street thing? What's? Oh. I didn't know what was going on here. Oh my god, I got so fucking mad, because then he wakes up and he has the, like, cut on his arm i'm like don't fucking do nightmare on elm street bullshit in this freddy I, I, movie that was another i was kind of like okay because that that doesn't ever apply to the games because you're always like wide awake and always alert kind of thing like in the I dream guess it could he work. like he grabbed like one of the kids ears and ripped it off so it's literally like from nightmare on elm street <laughs> welcome to prime time bitch and when he wakes up here, all the lights are going nuts, resets the breaker, and this is where we're introduced to Vanessa. Police are randomly outside. I'm not opening that door. I've done nothing wrong. Come back with a yeah, warrant. Yeah, exactly. 
But no, this is the Vanessa character you're talking about. Yeah. Which she showed up originally, and I was like, well, there's Elizabeth. There's William Athens' daughter. <laughs> oh, you called the twist already? Yeah, I yeah. Her name is uh her name is Elizabeth in the in the games. She comes in later in the series. She's Baby Doll, who is another character later on in the series. So I kept waiting for her to not be a cop. I there's yeah. a couple times I thought that too. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah. We didn't mention uh Balloon Boy either, the little figure he finds in the locker uh-huh. that kind of scares him and he turns it around oh, yeah. every time he sees it. If I'm being honest, for a movie based on a game that its big thing is jump scares, that was probably the only one. Yeah. Yeah, which I kind of liked that they didn't focus too much on the jump scares. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was expecting. Is like, oh, that's a whole game thing, and that that's an easy movie to make. Let's just do that. He meets Vanessa. She's talking. New hires never last. Have you met them yet? And she goes and turns on the animatronic show, and they start playing, and they break down pretty quick, though. Set so up we for got, scene. When he puts on like the new trainer trainee video when he's just playing around in there earlier, they talk about the they're like state of the art animatronics that will roam around and interact like with people yes. as they're at Freddy's. Dude, this was in the eighties that this was going on there. Yes. You know one of them is gonna go haywire and like twist a kid's head off or something. Which which is what happens in the game. The bite of eighty three and the bite of eighty seven are prominent events in the game. Um but they were like, that was the whole point of the thing was William wanted to create cutting edge entertainment for kids. Henry was his partner and he was an animatronic and mechanical genius. He was the jigsaw. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of makes sense that they call to attention to that really early on. I love that they mentioned they're like, our owner and creator has two passions, family friendly dining and ai animatronics which was <laughs> yes yes that was his original goal before his son died so he finishes his shift after that goes home and the spy who's outside calls the babysitter like i think i saw a way in he's heading out it's showtime and three dudes show up and just start wrecking the place they're hitting the gumball machines with crowbars just smashing everything and just I, they're taking some stuff. I don't know what they're taking that would actually be Quarters valuable. Quarters and Quarters. some gum machine stuff. They're smashing pinball machines, though, too, which is horrible. Yeah. Those things are expensive. Yeah, yeah if you're going to steal something, steal those. Yeah. yeah. But And then it's going well for them, I guess. But then the one dude hears a, hears a weird sound from the fridge and opens it up. And my notes originally say a snout with eyes. And then I realized it's, I think it's a cupcake, right? It's a cupcake. Yeah. It's Chica's cupcake because, uh, so in the games, the girl, I believe the girl's name is Susie, who is the soul. The dog of Susie is the cupcake because the dog tried to attack William Afton and, um, he put him down as well. <laughs> oh, it's so a there fucking is a dog? Dead dog. There's a dead dog in this movie. I was going to say, it. I was like, because the whole thing is that the bodies of the children are inside the suits. But that's a, yes. that's a little thing. Yeah, and if you watch how he attacks, he kind of like jolts after you and just bites. That's it. You know. So I was like, did they put a baby in the cupcake? No, 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 no. It's because it has to be small. Yeah. I thought, well, how do they kill this kid? Maybe this one's all gooped up and everything, and they put it in there. I don't know. 
It's missing a couple arms, that's all. Yeah, like, it's just like, <laughs> like, and the witch, how they grind the baby into a pulp. Yeah. I'm like, maybe that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, make it fit. But th- then a big chicken thing, which later I'm, I believe his name is Chica, uh, yeah. shows up and the cupcake eats the dude's face off. Another dude sees it and rightfully takes off running, hides in a closet. And another guy's in the security room and seeing this all go down on the monitor. He's calling out to him. I don't know how he expects him to talk back, but he is. And he comes out of the security room for reasons I do not know. This entire scene is just the trope of don't open the closet door, you dumbass. They could have saved themselves. They just heard the noise and be like, this place is supposed to be abandoned. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. But then the one who ran and was hiding in the closet uh, turns on the light and there's... I know the main bad guy is the rabbit. Is this also a rabbit? This big blue thing with big ears? That is Bonnie, yes. So Bonnie is one of the one of the children. The one that William Afton is in is Golden Bonnie, which was a prototype that he retrofitted to not close on himself. Okay, so it is a rabbit, though. Yes, yep. Okay. And the rabbit gets him. We don't see much of it except for a bloody hand hitting the glass and sliding down. I need to I need to point this out as well because I know Reddit will jump on this. Um, they refer to him as the Yellow Rabbit instead of Golden Bonnie in the like in the game. The Yellow Rabbit is the game text file, um, the code um, for Golden Bonnie. So that's why they call him the Yellow Rabbit. Makes sense, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so does your night. <laughs> then the one dude runs back into the security room and the cupcake is in the air shaft but can't get through the grate and this seems amusing he's holding the grate shut I, says, rang, 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 at I the grate. laughed my ass off oh, at this scene it was so great because they all like they turn and look at the camera and then they release the cupcake <laughs> and then turn yep. back to the camera like fuck you <laughs> <laughs> the, that guy runs out into the hall and the door locks behind him and all the other doors are locked and then he's killed by, I think it's the fox, but at this moment all I write is cyborg thing, because we only see its feet, and it's like robot feet coming at him. So Foxy is my favorite character in the game. He doesn't show up very often, but when he does, he's always humming the theme song, like the do 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 and he's real slow about it, so they got it perfect, I am satisfied, thank you Scott. Did, it, did, did you have um, captions on for this movie? I did not know. No, I can hear. It just says like something like um scat it like scatting approaching. <laughs> like it's so it's just saying that he's scatting at him. But yeah, and then that thing gets him. And then the babysitter goes in because she's not hearing any, and she hears a voice go over here, and then she looks and there's like the child, the ghost mm-hmm. child, who's like Follow me. Dude, you do not have to be a horror aficionado to know if you walk into an abandoned building and there's a happy child going, follow me, with no other explanation, you don't follow said child. Your friends are gone. This way, I'll show you. (laughs) Yeah. There's no way you should be doing this. Exactly. Come play with us, Danny. No. (laughs) Don't. But she does, and she sees, I believe, Freddy, correct? Yes. Okay, the ma- the main one, Freddy. But he's off. He's legit just like an animatronic right here. And she climbs onto a chair and looks in the mouth because she thinks that's where the small child went. Don't go fucking near it, dude. Like, 
And then, like, a hand just reaches out of the mouth, pulls her. I thought this... I know this is PG-13, so they couldn't get away with a lot of gore. I thought this was a cool write-around for the way they did this. Yeah. Because she gets chomped in half, and you see it in the shadow. I was like, okay, if you're not going to show me the chomp in half, I'm okay with the shadow. Yeah. Which, this is even more, like, obler- o- overtly gory than the games. The games tells you what happens. Um, so, like, the kid gets bitten, and it says, like, you there's just a one-off by the the guy that greets you in the beginning of the game. It's like, yeah, you really can't survive without a frontal cortex. It's really sh- sad and strange, you know? Oh, yeah. In the game, the animatronic appears on your screen, full screen, and goes, booga, booga, booga. And Pretty that's much, it. Yeah. Pretty much. Does it, um, this is a serious question. Does it actually say booga, 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 or is this a bit of an exaggeration? It's, it's like a gang. Okay. But it does always. I would love it if it just went booga 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 and then you died. It's supposed to be like a combination of gears and like child screams. So, what Brandon falls asleep to at night? Yeah, yes, of course. At home, Mike gives Abby the security badge he got there, thinking this would be cool. She's unimpressed with it. He puts it in the drawer, but I guess she changes her mind because she goes to open the drawer, but then finds these like court papers he was served and everything about custody like you're giving me away i'm like yeah because you don't appreciate my badge but no he is not why don't you appreciate the badge i'm gonna put you in a trap i gave you a the- gift and you rejected it many gift people life. wish they could have a gift i have taken care of you and survived and given you the the means to survive vanessa stops by the house and like eh, let's talk they go to walk she found sleeping pills and she's going to arrest him for criminal negligence unless he wants to talk because she says he took the sleeping pills and forgot to lock it. So someone just walked right in. Wouldn't you know there's other entrances even if the door is locked? I, and the way I interpreted this, calling the twist as I did with the, with Liz, I'm sorry, um, Vanessa in this game, in this movie is that's her way of saying you need to stay alert because these kids are going to try to fucking kill you without saying it. Because later on, she says, like, I did try to help you in my own way. That doesn't count. You can't speak in riddles and expect someone it, to come to the... The animatronics hey, are alive and haunted by ghost children. Igsaw's been doing it for ten movies, dude. As far as he knows, this police officer just took his prescription medication and littered into a river. Yeah. I mean, she did. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what she did. Well, no, she okay. found it in the she found it in the pizzeria, didn't she? It's still his. Yeah, right. Where he works, it's very common if you take your medicine at a certain time of day, maybe while you're at work, to leave it there. Yeah, I guess so. He did nothing wrong. <laughs> Hashtag free Mike. But he says he sleeps to go over the details in the dream. This is not a reliable way of detective work. But because it, if his dreams are anything like mine, it might start out realistic, and then there's a talking bear, but it's a goat for some reason in your head who's like, we have to go find a Pepsi, and then you're in a desert for no reason, and nothing actually makes sense. So this is a terrible way to investigate your brother's disappearance. I don't mind how they set this up, though, because they do kind of establish early on that... <laughs> oh, Greg just threw his book on the floor. <laughs> I don't mind how they establish it, because they establish early on that he's studying this and trying to practice this dream mentality and hypnosis if you want to call it that so let's say he's been doing it for a while i can i can buy that so greg you your dream isn't the same every night like you're walking along the beach you're having a good time the man 
pops up. He's like, hey, I can't quite reach this part of my back where you rub the suntan lotion. And he turns around and it's Greg Sestero. No, I'm pretty dead inside. Of course, it's Greg Sestero. No, I'm dead inside. And I might have like one or two dreams a year anymore. I, I, yeah, I, ver- I very rarely dream, but I remember I had the exact same nightmare as a kid over and over and over again. So I can understand. I can oh, buy I- this. I remember having a nightmare over and over again as a kid where my father took me to a cliff and threw me off of it. Have you talked to your father about this? This sounds like a childhood trauma thing. I I still remember it. I was hanging on the ledge. He's stomping on my foot laughing. That night, though, the babysitter never shows her call, so he's going to take Abby to work with him. And he's like, I will work. You will sleep. Okay? Dude, you're sleeping, too. You have the easiest gig in the world. But anyway... I think she has the coolest setup on earth. She gets to go camping. Well, she even makes the, she says like, it's like camping. And yeah. then like that triggers him or he's like, what? Did he really pack up her entire bedroom just to bring it to the, the station with him? I thought she said like a little pop-up tent thing. And no, it was blankets too and much. stuff. I think wasn't it? It was I like a was fort. Like, you take a blanket with you. She's not going to make her sleep like on the shivering cold concrete. Yeah, but she also had like four pillows and 17 blankets underneath her. Spoiled child. <laughs> yeah, he ain't poor. Yeah, sleep on the Mike's, concrete. Mike starts cleaning everything up and then POV cam and a voice calling to Abby. So she goes to the bathroom, walking back, hears a noise and Mike's in his dream talking to one of these ghost children and he's like, what happened to my brother? Oh, crap. What was his brother's name? Garrett. Is it Garrett? Garrett, which this is written by Scott Cawthon. So the crying child is the first victim that we see in the games, I believe. Um, the crying child is a prominent figure because he is one of Afton's sons. He's the first son to die. So the crying child has never been named as far as I'm aware. So now we have a name Garrett, which solidifies a couple other things in the franchise, if I remember correctly. I died. I'm going to make it everyone's problem. (laughs) Um, He's like, if we show you, what will you give us? And he draws a rabbit in the dirt. And he wakes up, hears screams, comes out and finds Abby surrounded by the animatronics. But she's fine. And she introduces him to him. Here's my one of my problems with the movies. And again, I don't know Five Nights at Freddy's, so it's probably sure. just on me because I know they're trying to follow the story to not anger the actual fan base. They spend too much time with them being good. I wanted killer animatronics, and I wanted them the whole time. I didn't want them being the good guy's friend to the children. I actually, as a fan, really like that because we don't see them being good in the series. I believe we see them in one mini game where they're like trying to help kids escape. Oh, so this wasn't even like fan service, like to keep it accurate. This was like a they went off course. It's pretty new as far as I remember. Um, And I kind of like that the kids are still there. They're not fully controlled by Afton if he's not around. But in Five Nights at Freddy's Containment Breach? Is that what the Oh, movie? look at you, Mr. Not Fan. Wow. Isn't Breath Freddy breaking out the knowledge here? Is nobody Freddy cares not, about is nobody Freddy cares not about security a good breach. guy? No, uh, helping the child? I will say security breach is a little bit of a cluster because Scott didn't develop it his in, entirely on his own. There was a separate studio, so I don't know how much of security breach is actually 
cannon? No, 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 look at this. Look at this, Brett. You you know now, and Brandon's realizing we may have overpaid him for his expertise, and now he's like, oh, that doesn't count. We don't okay, need the check him. Never, the check never cleared. I've glanced at Liz playing this video game. I watched a 20-minute video <laughs> on the timeline beforehand. I'm an expert. Fans are check amazing. never cleared and it never will. Don't worry. That's right. Fans don't really appreciate security breach, so it's fine. But yeah, she introduces them to all the animatronics and everything's fine. And she goes, they really like pictures. And she gives one of them a little heart drawing. And he's like, okay, we got to go. They leave and go back home. And once they're there, Mike's looking around at all the pictures and realizes the imaginary friends are the animatronics. Puts it all together. Yep. Well, the kids he's seeing in his dream first, and then he realized, oh, maybe these are the people. I love the little scene when they're like, they're driving back home after this, like, and now all of a sudden animatronics are alive. Like, this is now a part of their real world. And he looks in the back seat because he's like terrified and he doesn't know what to like do. And she's just asleep. And he's just like, what the fuck am I? This kid's going to be scarred forever. No, because these are her imaginary friends. She doesn't think of them as evil entities. It's true. She's always seen these guys, so now yeah. it's, I guess it's not that weird uh, for her. Yeah, I guess. Which, thinking about it now, if she has seen these people as imaginary friends for this long before he gets there, there is definitely some tie with Afton in that family. Well, Afton killed his brother. He doesn't know that yet. So it, Yeah, but that's a tie. Yeah, but he doesn't know that yet. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Yep. William Afton. Will Schmidt. Keep up, Greg. Come on. I'm trying. It's, there's a <laughs> lot here. It's Dude, complex. Will it's... Schmidt, more like Will shit, right, guys? Honka, <laughs> 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 honka. He, he was Peter in that movie with Katniss. At breakfast time, Abby says her friends are the ghosts, and he also shows her drawing she made of the kidnapping of her brother. Like, can you explain this to me? Yeah. Like, is this Garrett being kidnapped? She's like, yes. She goes, did they ever tell you about the drivers? Like, no, they just talk about the yellow rabbit, but I can ask. I really enjoy that she, he sets down with the picture and asking her about it. And she's doing the very timid child psychic that's drawing the future drawings or like the drawings that she's not supposed to know. Where usually the adults yell at her like, oh, this is bad. Stop doing the drawings. And they rip them up. And I love where he's like, no, it's okay. Like, I believe you. You're not in trouble. Like, I think we can help each other. Like, I like that yeah. twist on it. And it's not like every other movie where it's like, oh, you better stop this black phone. Yeah, I can I, I can definitely see your black phone references now. Um, But I in the earlier dream, the first dream he has, was there a girl in there? I just saw the two boys. So she's not around yet, I don't believe. There was a group. It wasn't just the mm-hmm. two. There was like a full circle of them. Yeah, but I'm there wasn't sure like a young there. girl. She would have to be like a baby infant. And the mother died soon after that incident, according to the movie. So was she oh, I don't born know. right before? Well, it's not the same girl. It's like a little blonde-haired girl. Oh, we're, me and Brett are thinking the ghost children. You're saying, like, was she in the flashbacks? Oh, I'm talking about the original first uh, dream he has to set everything up. I think it's just Garrett and him, isn't it? There's no little girl. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, it, yeah it, it adds more each time. Yeah, and they establish early on that the, the mother died soon after Garrett was kidnapped. So when was she born? Is it, there's She's probably mom. getting changed or something. I don't know. Yeah. There's mom who's allowed to talk, and then there's silent dad that just sits there and smiles, and he's never he's not allowed important. to talk. He's not important. Oh my god, he's not important. William Afton. <laughs> 
I'm not following the slight dude. I'm, I'm, the dad isn't is important. The mu- the dad doesn't talk at all. He's not an important character. Yeah, get away, Brett. Yeah, get go refill your beer. Um, so <laughs> William Apton has to be tied into this family somehow more so than just the kidnapper. He has to be. Brett has a Five Nights at Freddy's <gasps> bear that he's showing us right That's now. That's Golden Freddy. It's my wife's. Oh, okay. That's Golden Freddy, baby. Glam- oh, that's Glamrock Freddy. Let me see it again. Yeah, Glamrock Freddy. Look at that swiggle. But at Freddy's, Vanessa's there looking at the drawings on the wall as Mike and Abby arrive. And she's like, I guess you figured it out. This is pertinent information to share, Vanessa. You can't just let someone figure out that the animatronics are alive. This is a very much so a uh, a script decision to keep the audience in the dark rather than the characters of the movie. And I, I don't like that as much. I kind of agree with you there. And this is also not her worst secret. No. 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 Much worse. Yeah, they changed her name. Yeah, that's the biggest secret. But they're going to make a fort big enough for everyone, including the animatronics, and we get a little montage of them stacking tables and stuff. It's cute. Brett's just holding his head like, what the fuck? Okay, so for most of this movie, I'm like, okay, this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Like, they're playing with a lot more stuff. It's reminding me of Black Phone. I like Black Phone. Okay, it's a lot of the same kind of stuff that they're doing, but hey, I like that story, sure. Then it becomes a let's build a fort montage, and it literally becomes like a PG movie there for a little while. They could have gotten a fuck in there with the fort building montage. They're like, we gotta make it higher, and the animatronics all look at each other like, "Huh? Let's get to yeah. work, guys. Do you see a table? Where would the table be?" He drops the table on his foot. Ah, fuck. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so f- fucking bad. I will say, like, I don't think fans are going to like this scene as much because I was just like, this kind of grinds the movie to a halt for me, too, just in terms yeah. of storytelling. Yeah. Not even just fans, just viewers in general. And, like, yeah, the yeah. same way. It, it's a change of tone. Okay, so um, my, my brother was abducted when I was 12, and I've been searching for his his abductor's face in my dreams for years and there's ghost children and their corpses inside these animatronics oh it's a wacky let's build a <laughs> fort time guys oh we get the pop music going oh we're all helping and building it together because you gotta have a montage <laughs> i'll play devil's advocate here and say this is more character building for the relationship between uh mike and his and abby okay it was a little bit of a, a shock for the for the tone and the 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 pace of the movie. I'm trying. I'm reaching for that scene. I understand. But anyway, they go to find uh, something to put over the fort, and Vanessa's walking around and knows way too much about this place. And Mike's starting to finally catch on. How do you know all this? She goes, "I worked here or something. I don't or know." Even- or even say, like, we investigated the murders back in eighties in the 80s, you know? Whatever, something. I guess Cover the timeline would match up. But still, you can come up with something. Yeah, yeah. But Mike's like, I feel closer to Garrett here. And then there's a dance party and with Abby and the ghost robots, is what I'm calling them now, I guess. <laughs> but Abby hits the guitar of the guitarist one, and it shocks her and zaps her and knocks her out. Wakes up, she's like, I'm okay. And Vanessa's like, they're all leaving. She's like, if you ever bring Abby here again, I will shoot you. Which the animatronics also in the scene are very concerned. I kind of like that too. 
I do like how they humanize these animatronics with the kids inside of it too. So like they're not totally gone. Uh, and this just is like, oh, my friend is hurt kind of thing. So yeah. You mean this one with the guitar? Oh, look, you have the whole set. Oh, that's Glam Chica, baby. <laughs> my wife got Glam the whole Chica. set for her birthday. Too bad she got security breach, not the good ones. <laughs> she loves oh. security breach. The next morning, Aunt Jane is there. And because he needs someone to watch Abby, he's not taking her back there again. And Abby's like, I hate you, Mike. And goes around and does the biggest fuck you, starts Xing him out of all of her drawings. Which was solely, I think, for her imaginary friends to be like, we hate Ooh. this fucker now. Yeah, We don't like him now. Yep. Make him the fort. Use yep. skin as tarp. No, put skin inside body. Ooh. Yeah. Mike goes to Freddy's, takes his sleep pills, turns on his noise machine, and then it cuts to him at camp with the family, but this one's different. Which, it's all happy and everything. Which time out. So the first time you took sleeping pills in this building, you got your leg slashed. And you still continue to take the sleeping pills? Yeah. I get he's searching for his brother, but... Well, he says on. he feels closer to him here, so, like, it's kind of his best bet. So lock the door and take the sleeping pills. Well, yes. But he's at camp, it's different. It's not the actual abduction and everything. His brother's at the table, he's like, this isn't how it happened. And then the ghost kids show up and say he can have this dream every night and live here, and it'll be perfect, but... Mm-hmm. You said you'd give us anything. They want Abby. And he goes, okay. Wait, no! But he already said okay. Yeah. yeah. That's that desperation of he's... This has been his entire life goal of trying to find out why... Because he feels responsible for it. He feels responsible for his uh, brother getting kidnapped. So he, his whole goal in life is to try to figure out why and who did it. So I, I I can understand why he would... His gut reaction would be like, yeah, whatever, sure, have her. His, he's like brushing like the hair out of his brother's face and then like yeah. he all of a sudden like has a memory of his sister where she's like good morning like I'm so glad you're home and he's like you're oh yeah. yeah I guess I love my sister too <laughs> yeah it was, there was a little bit of clunkiness in this editing I will admit the ghost kid starts slashing him in the dream chanting Abby and he wakes up strapped to the chair like the dude from the beginning and they're putting the choppy mask on him but he gets out, wiggles himself free just in time, but sees all the bodies from before and realizes what's going on. These animatronics need to feed that, fix that goddamn bolt that's letting everyone out of the chair. Weld that motherfucker. Congratulations, you're still alive. Most people are so ungrateful to be alive, but not you, not anymore. Now you've won a free pizza and some tokens <laughs> to play some arcade games. Here's 500 tickets. Get yourself another badge. At the house... Freddy shows up to the house. Remember, Jane's watching her, and you see her there, okay? And then when they're leaving, they're like, let's go play. Jane's on the floor. He goes, and the ghost boy version of Freddy's like, silly Aunt Jane fell asleep. Did they murder? <laughs> so I'm assuming she's dead, right? She's dead, yes, but that was not Freddy. That was not Freddy. That was golden fucking Freddy. Is there a difference? Like, there is a difference, yes. And you're going to bring all of Reddit down on us for that comment. <laughs> I was like, can Freddy leave Freddy's Fazbear Pizza place? Like, I give, is there's not like some kind of thing where he's constrained to like inside those walls? No. So every game, around? Takes place, every game takes place in a different location, be it the Afton house or a different location or a new hidden underground base, that sort of thing. So 
this Golden Freddy is different than Freddy in terms of who was killed. Um, I won't go too far into details, but the fan theory of who it is is a girl named Cassidy who has blonde hair and I believe blue eyes, which I thought was what the blonde kid, like the leader of these ghost kids was. Well, there's the little blonde haired girl. Yeah, that's background. true. But but she's um I believe she's Chica. Oh. She's supposed to be Susie. Which also in in that scene, she's like, Hey Freddie, how are you? He's like, I'm not Freddie, but let's go. Oh, fair. So But they take a cab back, and this was a scene from the trailer with the cab driver being scared of the robo animatronic in the back. Another YouTuber. I can't remember his name. His name is escaping me, but he's he's another one of those. He reacts to horror uh, video games, and he's real popular. So, shout out to him. Mike wakes up with Vanessa at a supply outpost, and he's like, what do they want with her? She goes, they want to make her like them. And then we get some exposition about the abductor and everything, who abducted all these kids and all this stuff, and they search Freddy's high and low. But there's in the one place they would never look because why would they? All the kids, not only ghosts, but the bodies are in the animatronics. So is this like Sonic the Hedgehog, the old like Sega Genesis ones? Remember when you would jump and destroy a robot? A little happy animal would come bouncing out <laughs> that was like forced into the robot. Is that all this is? Uh, yeah, well, you put it that way, kind of. kind of. Yeah, exactly. Checkmate, Five Night at Freddy's people. You ripped off Sonic. And the name was William Afton, and he's my father. And I'm assuming these are big parts from the games, too, because he's handed a taser, because electronics won't stop him completely, but it'll mess him up a little bit and, like, give him time. And then the music swells as he is given keys. Dude, you remember in Solo when he got all these items that really don't matter, and they made, like, a huge deal? Here's how Han Solo was given his gun. And I'm just like... Who the fuck cares? That's here's what this is right now. His, here's how Han Solo got his last name, because we really needed to care about that, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, so I it's never kind saw of, Solo. Don't. don't. Don't bother. Watch the I'm scene with, with Darth Maul. Watch the scene with Darth Maul. That's the coolest scene that doesn't pay off in anything else, but then you're good after that. Um, There's only one reason that I would care about <laughs> Star Wars coming back, and that's a certain Mr. Plinkett. It's like the creators just took a dump on top of Han Solo's character. But no, in Oh my god. It's a source of fan controversy as to what actually will stop the animatronics. In one in one game they kind of allude to it being killed with fire, but we know that that's not the case. And then the current theory is that electricity is what will stop them. So I guess this is Scott saying, "Yeah, that's correct, you know." Okay. I'll take it. These fans need better things to worry about. Greg, you just seem so done. Just like, whatever, whatever. It's fine. That's canon. We're good. Move on. Yeah, it's it's fine. <laughs> and he gets his magic keys with his music swell. Okay, real quick. Right here, is this where she's basically like, oh, my father abducted your brother. And he this also is... abducts all these children and kills them. She Yeah, she admits that she knew about... Um, she knew about um, Garrett. But he sneaks in and everything through the the air shafts and everything. And Abby's following Chica the chicken around and everything. Mike Chica pops the chicken. Up. Isn't that what she is? Yeah, but nobody's ever called her Chica the chicken. It's really funny. 
It's Jean's the chicken. <laughs> Chica. That's Chica it. the chicken. Freddy the bear. <laughs> then he tases the band, but he hears a scream as Abby's being put into the chair because they're going to make her like them and kill her and put her body in another animatronic. But Which, Chica's that is, zapped. That is not canonically accurate, I believe, because they were hidden in the suits, and then the suits were set to activate around them and kill them from the inside, not chop their face up kind of thing. Go on. That's, that makes sense, I believe. And then he saves her. They're leaving, but Mike's attacked by the cupcake nut that now I know is a dog, and now I think it's adorable. Yeah. Well, it's dead, so. Still adorable. Still. Yeah. Abby's hiding in the ball pit as the yellow rabbit appears. Mike zaps it, but no effect. So something's up with this thing. Dude, the reveal of this is actually cool. I don't care about yes. any of this. So, like, I don't have this, like, tie to it. But still, like, I get the feeling this is a big deal when this thing shows up. I felt so bad for Little Lagoon and Lady Lagoon because they were asleep in the next room. And I, 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 I'm I, sure they could hear me going, Will you fucking have dad? Yes! Well, he comes walking out in, like, the yellow bunny suit, and, like, you can kind of see the person, like, underneath, and for a split second, I was like, is that a movie error? Like, did they forget nope. to take out, like, the man in the suit, and they took nope. the thing? I was like, oh, god damn it! I was hoping that was a boom mic incident. Nope. That's how he lures his victims in. He he has the cute little bunny suit that he lures kids yeah. into the restaurant. Come here, child. Who's that gonna figures. lure? That's terrifying! It's in the jar, the guys. the room. Uh. But he's talking on the way. (laughs) (laughs) He has a voice distorter and everything. So, but you can tell anyone who knows this man knows who this is already. Matthew Lillard is just chewing this up. It's amazing. He is so good. I love my mom and dad are going to be so mad at me. (laughs) I'm getting a little woozy in this suit. He's having GT, man. (laughs) At this point, Vanessa has also saved Abby. She had a change of heart and came back. Mm-hmm. And the rabbit's like, you couldn't just leave it alone. First I killed your brother, now I'll kill you. And he does the ghost face knife wipe <laughs> to a T, which, it's cheap. It's fan service. I was thrilled. I was thrilled as well. That had to be a Matthew edition, because I don't think Scott would have done that. I, I, I like to imagine he fought Scott on this part. You don't hire Matthew Lillard as your surprise masked killer and not let him, okay, go ahead, channel Ghostface. I, if this, whoever the Scott man is, wouldn't let him do this, I, then I never want to see something from him again. So I'm sure he did. Scott Cawthorn, the, uh, or Scott Cawthorn, I think his name is, uh, the creator of the game. Yep. Oh, I'm sure he even knows we got Lillard. Let him do the knife wipe. Yep. Please this tell me this casting. isn't going to be the closest that we get to Lillard in a new Scream movie. It's this tiny little it's knife a... wipe thing. We need I'm okay a bag. I'm okay they with it. They can't keep getting away with giving my hopes up every time. And every then I'm like, movie. cool reveal, but it's not still every Listen. single time. Maybe Listen. next time. Listen, if this is what we get, I am okay with it because he is the perfect casting for what I imagine Afton would be. That's fair, but still. We'll talk about this when he finally comes back. But Vanessa pulls the gun on him, and he's taking the mask off the reveal. Surprise, Sydney. He goes, now put that gun away and help me clean up the mess that you created. Mm-hmm. I That's never explained, but 
I'm sure there's a game reason behind it, but they don't explain it in the movie, so I don't know. How did she create this mess? Was she going around chopping up kids? Okay. She seems like so. she knows way too much about everything he's doing to be any kind of a redeemable person. Okay, you came he back at the end of the day and saved the day, but you still were complicit in multiple child murders. No, no. So yes, the yes. 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 No. She, she's going no. to jail. So the only thing that I can think of to the games that this ties to is I believe it's Sister Location, Five Nights Sister Location, the game where we find out that Liz was sucked into the stomach of a new robot he created, and he she was killed because of her interest yeah 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 put their put their legs together like that yeah ignore me just getting you off keep going <laughs> um in, in the game she is killed because she gets too close to a new animatronic he creates and it sucks him, her in and absorbs her her spirit um the only thing i can think of is that's a nod to the fans in that regard but again it's like, just bad writing know. yeah people and, who don't know and yeah. she's guilty she yeah, in the context of this movie, she's very guilty. Yes, but thank you. I'm thinking of this through the context. Me and Brett were right, you're saying? Yes? Y you were right in this context that, of the movie. That's yes, all we did. Yes, 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 you yes, don't yes. need to clarify it. Take it into context. A, Brandon uh, agrees a child murder is wrong. Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah, unless you're, unless you're William Afton. Um, <laughs> you know, it makes, it makes sense if that's what Scott was trying to nod to because he knows what fans are expecting. In the context of the story as a standalone movie it is not explained very well. And this is what I mean where this whole ending reveal is not very well explained for non-fans of the games. And she she's like, you're not going to shoot me. Famous last words, she shoots him. And then he stabs her. And then Abby makes a new picture to show all the animatronics what really happened. And dude, so quickly... She is cobbled together just the yellow rabbit with a bloody knife and a bunch of dead kids laying around. She's she's a little deranged, yeah. But I want to backpedal a little bit because the scene it, where he stabs her and he's showing a little bit of remorse is my favorite in the movie because he doesn't... He, he's very upset when he loses any member of his family. Any random kid is fine because it's all in service of bringing his family back. His whole plan with this is... I can remake my children and get them back to life if I can perfect this with kids that I don't give a shit about. Okay. But like Greg was saying, she draws this like extremely quick picture in like crayon of like, oh, bad yellow bird, big knife, scary. <laughs> Look at all the dead kids with the X's on their, on their eyes. And she runs up to like the picture wall and like puts the picture up and stabs it with like the crayon or pencil. Right beside this weird picture of a little boy beside a showbiz pizza beer with Dick the Birthday Boy t-shirt on it. That's a Red Letter Media reference for, for fans. Now we're going to have Red Letter Media fans after us. Thanks, Brett. And it works, though. I, I didn't shoehorn it in there because the that's, showbiz that's is where well the creator of this got the idea from. Very well done. Very well done. But it works and all of them like turn and like they're going to kill him and the cupcake bites the suit and because he like messed with one of the locking mechanisms the spring lock it starts coming in like stabbing and crushing him and everything as he slowly falls over and dies but doesn't die he does not die and it's very similar it is similar enough to the games that i i'm okay with the way they did this 
in the games, um, the animatronics become aware that Afton is in the building and they become self-aware long enough that they can corner him in one of the side rooms. Afton sees the golden Bonnie suit laying in the corner, forgets that it was damaged earlier from another killing, gets into the suit thinking, oh, hey, if they recognize me as this, they won't attack me. The suit collapses on him and he's left there shivering and just dying for 30 years. But the building's just collapsing for reasons because the evil is gone, I guess. Yep. It, and... It's exactly like that. Of like they, the evil picture got set on fire. Now the whole mansion's falling down. It's an AMD to be a horror kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But they get out, and then sometime later, Mike is taking Abby to the doctors, and she's doing so much better. They stop and see Vanessa at the hospital. She's unconscious, but talking to her all nice and. He's arguing, doing spaghetti or pizza tonight. You got to pick one. Kids like both. That's too much tomato at once. You got to go with one or the other. She so goes with the wrong choice. Shut the fuck up, kid. Like That's what, right. what, one or the other. You're not getting both because you're going to pick at both of them and not eat them. Also, we're yes. just going to get pizza because that means I don't have to cook. That's right. They're eating dinner together, and then back at Freddy's, William starts waking up as one of the ghost children shuts the door on him. Which actually adds a little bit to the lore of the games because we know that Afton has been hanging on with sheer will to live for 30 years in this trap in this trap suit before he becomes what's known as spring trap um listen I'm not a doctor Brandon but I feel like sheer will to live does not keep you alive well listen Greg I'm it not will kill old. you if we're gonna make another Star Wars reference Padme's just like I guess I'll die but I think you can die from it I don't <laughs> think you can stay alive well listen Greg I'm not a paranormal investigator but I really don't think ghost kids can inhabit Chuck E. Cheese costumes and kill other kids so you know that I'm not sure of a... we don't have the evidence to back that one up fine fair okay whatever but yeah so it's it's in the games it's established that William Afton is set in the Bonnie, um, the golden Bonnie suit in the back room. He is sealed off. The company seals off the the room where he's left in to kind of contain the evil. Um, and we don't know what happens to him until Springtrap comes into the series later on. So I like that they set up that the kids are getting their revenge on him. That is cool. Yeah. Then we get a quick post credit scene of the cab driver waking up with the creepy toy in his cab, and he goes, "Ah!" And oh my that was goodness! Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, my overall thoughts are, I I didn't love it. I didn't expect to love it though. I kind of was just interested in it. There were parts I did really like. Um, not to be cliche, scream fan. I liked all the Lillard stuff. I liked when the the burglars were destroying stuff and they were taking them out. I was kind of hoping the movie ended up a little more like that, where it wasn't, though. But the montage scene and some stuff really dropped it for me. Um, Brett, you know, excessive flashbacks is always yeah. a ding for me. Excessive flashbacks is never good. But well, you like I, Saw. I Saws aren't the same flashback <laughs> over and over. That's okay. my difference. Well, these um, aren't the same flashbacks over and over again, either. There's, it's basically... <laughs> um, I, I didn't hate it. I... Didn't love it. I don't know if I like it. It's somewhere in there. That's, I guess, my final thoughts. Mm -hmm. I was expecting, I was like dreading this, like since I heard that Five Nights at Freddy's was coming out as a movie and I got told we have to cover it. And I was like, God damn it. Okay. 
like i the game that liz plays annoys me because i'm like there's nothing to it it's just go the thing goes booga 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 you got to recharge the flashlight and oh no hide the thing can i just say brett though you lucked out a little bit because saw x was supposed to come out the same day as this we're gonna do double feature but they moved the date back so we gave you a little bit of a buffer so you're okay you'll survive this would that would have been doubly worse because it's a pg-13 <laughs> horror movie and there have been fucking children in there knowing yeah. um but i liked it more than i thought that i would i think like i said before like there it reminds me a lot of black phone which helps because i like black phone there was a lot more story to it than i yeah. expected i expected it just to be like greg said they haunted house but it's like in a pizza place kind of thing I'll never watch it again, but it was all right. I didn't hate that I had to watch it. Liz is going to make you watch it. Don't worry. Oh, no. She's going to watch it on her own. She's buying that on 4K, baby. Get ready. Brandon? Um, I, I, as a fan, I really, really enjoyed it. I don't think I loved it. I definitely liked it a whole lot, though. Um, There's some continuity issues that... I'm, like I said at the beginning, Artur theory, I kind of respect it because it's Scott's vision and he had full control of the script and all that, whatever. But it doesn't make sense in a little bit of places. Greg, I agree with you um, on the scenes that you said kind of slowed the movie down for you. Um, as its own standalone movie, I think is where it suffers because a lot of this script and really, really banks on the fact that you already kind of know what you're getting into for so sure i think they i think they could have beefed that out a little bit more maybe focus less on the story development in the beginning and save it for the end kind of thing um but all in all as a fan with very honestly limited knowledge compared to a lot of other fans it it was very satisfying especially after waiting what eight to ten years for this to actually get out of development hell and yeah. this be the result i'm very satisfied with this being the result of development hell. I will say I'm happy anytime a movie gets out of developmental hell. Yeah. Because yeah. there's always the well what if scenarios with a thousand movies. I'm always glad when one actually that was stuck there forever sees the light of day. Not only that, but is like competent in its own right, not just kind of cobbled together to keep the IP. Well that's happened right. to suitable flesh. Like talking yeah. to Dennis Paoli. He was saying that that was in development hell for like 20 years. It was a script for like 20 years. It just sat okay. on the shelf. Are you guys referencing Count of the Dead? Let's get Count into the, the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, the Throggins Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. Where do you guys think we got with Five Nights at Freddy's? I was going to sing it, but I don't know the song well enough. Da, 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 da. I'm Freddy, you're gonna be here for five nights! Five nights at Freddy's! That terrible, like, ending credit song? That one, that's what I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we counting the security guard because we don't see him die? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna go... Are we counting William Afton because technically he doesn't die? No, we saw him alive. Five. Okay. I'll go with six. Six. Fuck you! <laughs> it was a count of the dead of six. Well yes! done, Yes! Finally, my strategy has been working over and over again. It has been lately. D- Dimension Z must be getting more powerful. It's only when oh. I'm on, too, so... <laughs> no, he got Corey with it, too, recently. Yeah! Oh, did he? That's right, that's right, that's right. I got, like, two days in a row, like, recording, like, back-to-back. It was awesome. 
It's in our That's contract. Great. We have to go less than you. That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come up with that thing right now. <clears throat> so the whole thing is like, it's like ghosts are stuck inside of like things. Animatronic robots, yeah. Yeah, so it's going to be what ghost, like you're a ghost, what are you stuck inside of? Okay. Hmm. okay. So a number one version of a thing that you wouldn't want to be the worst version of the thing that your ghost is stuck inside of. It's like, now you're a bidet. <laughs> you spray shit okay. all day and stuff. It's not great. It's a pretty shitty job. Yes. Um, now, I'm just, now I'm just imagining an animatronic bidet that's just like torturing you the entire time you're trying to take a shit. <laughs> Ow! <laughs> just not trying, so to get deep. You, trying to get you not to use it. Um, a number 10 version of a thing that I would want to be the number one version is there's this place uh, called the Witch's Dungeon. And they have all these great like universal monster, like full size, like really awesome replicas. They have a Bella Lugosi. I'm going to be Bella Lugosi. Do they have a creature? Yes, they do. <sighs> I could see this. Yes, that is a good time. Fair point. Fair point. I like this. Um, Five Nights at Freddy's. I liked it more than I thought I would. That being said, I still didn't like it really. It's not my thing. I'm I don't play video games past, past like Pac-Man. Um uh, it's hard to say with this one. Because I want to okay. know too. I want to know too, as like non-fans, what you guys think as well of, of the story as well and how you how you interpret things. That's as someone that like if has a cursory knowledge of it, it's like okay, yeah. I can see certain things that they are doing, and there was like the one part where um Mike is like hiding behind the like registers or something, and he has to like sneak over beside Freddy, and Freddy does the look thing. I'm like, oh, that's like right from the game, and they are incorporated it in because this is a video game movie, which is like very historically just usually they're bad. Sure, yeah. Just recently, I... they've actually been able to start getting some of them right yep and i think this is i was gonna say three but lillard being in it bumps it up to a four so i'm gonna give it a four out of ten because i did like lillard i'm glad he's in it i'm glad that he's still around every movie that i like you always rate a three or a four what's going on here brett <laughs> <laughs> no hereditary i like that movie that's fair okay one out of what ten now i like this movie a lot and I'm trying to judge this solely as a movie and not as an adaptation of a, of a beloved series kind of thing. It falls short in terms of storytelling, um, which is why I was so curious about you guys and how you guys interpreted things. They could have, they could have explained some of the background of the killer a little bit better. They could have had a little more of the animatronics for my liking. That being the biggest part of the movie or, or the games, I'm sorry. But at the same time, I do like that they didn't rely fully on jump scares because that's always been the weakest part of the Freddy games for me. I love the lore, not necessarily the jump scares. I'm going to go... I'm going to go a 7 out of 10. I'm going to say it's a toaster of an animatronic because it's useful. You can do things with it, but it's not like in the way kind of thing. Hey, hey, so, buddy. Well, why are we leaving the kitchen? I'm not in this room before. Is this the bathroom? 
Yeah, you want to nice your bath over there. Well, yeah, you, you want to be careful. <laughs> yeah, you want to reheat your pizza. I'll do it just fine, but don't get me near any wet wet surfaces. That's fine. Yeah, seven out of ten. I think that's I think that's respectable rating for this. And Matthew Lillard definitely bumps it up for me as well. I agree with you, Brett. I'm I'm closer to Brett's and judging as a movie. I seem to have the least familiarity with the source material out of the three of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I it, I found it hard to follow, and then but that aside, one of the things that stuck out to me is this was a PG thirteen horror movie, which I'm not coming down on. Some of my favorite movies have been PG thirteen. Just this year, I talked about I loved Megan. Yeah, Gremlins isn't rated R. I fucking love that movie. Jaws. You you can go down a list. There's a ton that I love that don't hit R. Um, last year we talked about Drag Me to Hell. I thought it was a lot of fun, but this felt like a PG thirteen horror movie that was trying to be as sinister and scary as an R. It didn't. Something about the ratings didn't match to me, and I heard there's an R cut that's coming out. I don't know if that's true or not. So I th- I, I couldn't get the blend on the who was this for for me really really yes. drug it down a bit. I think this was their attempt to try to get some of that kid audience that really drove the success of the series. There's to too get much into the theater. There's too much child abduction for this to be a child's yes, movie. But they still That's wrote the- it as an R-rated movie and then tried to like make it a kids movie at the same time. Yeah. I think it was tonally too back and forth and it was hard to follow for me. Um yeah, there, there's there were things I liked, and I did mention I, this isn't a hate at all, but it's I don't think it's a like either. So okay, somewhere there. So yeah, four and a half. Okay, what 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 object is that for you? That would be a TV, but I don't get to see what's on it. I just get to feel what I'm projecting, and I kind of get the audio. I'm like, oh, what's this? So like, it's just... it's cool because I can keep up with the stories, but I don't really get to watch it. <laughs> You That's just fair. have to stare at Brett from Dimension Z watching another Hammer movie. Oh, thank yeah. God he clicked away from a Hammer movie. Now where he's going to YouTube. God damn it. King Cobra uploaded something. Fuck. Yeah, my rating was definitely influenced by my fandom of the game. So I I, I, can, I can honestly respect you guys' ratings on that front. I, I, no, I'm glad I, you liked it. Like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee this going very well box office wise or rating wise, especially with the up. hybrid release too. Yeah, and it's already at a five point seven on IMDb, so I foresee it going down from there. I'm very curious if we're going to get a sequel or not after this, depending on how profitable it is. It'll just depend on how good it does and how yeah. much it like costs to make. Yeah, I think Scott will find a way to get a sequel made because I think he's not done with this yet. But unless you guys have anything else. No, that's all I got. I feel like we have enough, believe me. Yes. I, holy fucking I love you, shit. I love you, Scott Coffin. Please email us. I don't want to fucking see Five Nights at Freddy's ever again after this. After watching like a two-hour movie and now it's like an hour and a half episode. Holy fucking shit. I'm going to go see well, if Lady Lagoon wants to rewatch it now. <laughs> we hope that Five Nights at Freddy's has left your brain throbbing with horror. He always comes back. Oh, hey, didn't see you there. Well, that was a fun episode, wasn't it? Be sure you tune in next week for another fun episode. And be sure to check out all our social medias. Just look for the Throbbing with Horror Pumpkin. I hear the guy that runs them is really great.